the button, yeah. Oh, I already did. Oh, how much time? All right. You guys ready over there? All right, good Friday morning. Today's Friday, January 5th, 2024. First Friday morning meeting of 2024. Brand new year, same old D, but I am ready and excited for 2024. This is going to be the best year for safety as it pertains to Prime. I think this is going to be, and I'm going to challenge Steve Lucky. I think this is going to be a, a fantastic revenue year for Prime. Man, I'm just, I think I may have had too much coffee, but I'm really excited about what's going on today. This is your Friday safety meeting. We're going to do this Friday safety meeting every single Friday morning. This year, if there's inclement weather, we'll do it from Dave's house, whatever we need to do. So let's get ready and have a great meeting and have a great 2024. We are live across the socials. We've got an additional social. So we're live on Facebook, live on YouTube, live on LinkedIn, and live on IG. And for you unhip folks, IG is Instagram. Thank you. Right. So, and of course, we are simulcasting live at our outside terminal. So, uh, we are live in, in Salt Lake City, Utah, and we are live in Piston, Pennsylvania. And every single one of our terminals, or both our terminals, breakfast is free this morning. So jump in line, place your order. We'll get you taken care of. John Blanson and his team at all three of our locations do a fantastic job of taking care of all of us hungry truckers. So let's take a second and give those folks a round of applause, a little bit of appreciation. Come on, clap it up. Clap it up. They did a fantastic job throughout this holiday season providing holiday meals free at each of our terminals for Thanksgiving and Christmas, each one of our Christmas parties. They did a fantastic job. So thank you guys so much for everything that you do. So let's go east first, Piston, Pennsylvania. I think we got Rick Ifford and Richard Brock. Good morning. What do you guys got going on in Piston? Good morning and uh, happy new year. Happy new year to you, sir. Tell me what's going on in PA. Looks like you got a fantastic crowd. No, we got a we got a great crowd this week, and uh, we had a great orientation class, and uh, uh, everybody's working on their pre trips and uh, working on those CDL licenses. And hey, uh, we're uh, we're going to have a little snow event this weekend, so uh, we're all prepared for that too. You know, I was reading that, you know, it's all over the news that our Eastern Corridor is expecting some significant snow accumulation over the next couple of days. I appreciate you bringing that up. So, and we talk about this ad nauseum, but it never hurts to mention it one more time. Two things, safety from an on-the-road perspective, make sure that we're making good decisions on the road. But we talked about this a little bit last week. Our facilities, our folks do a great job. You know, Dave and I, typically get here early in the morning and we already see uh, uh, Mark Piley and his team out shoveling, putting down ice melt. I'm sure that's the same case at, at your location. Three points of contact, getting in and out of the vehicle. Please wear proper uh, foot attire to get some traction and, and be careful to, to take flat-footed steps and don't fall. So I cut you off, took you a little bit of your thunder, so back to you. Hey, that's all right. And, and uh, you know, I just want to expand on that a little bit. You know, uh, uh, watch the uh, I-95 corridor coming up, uh, coming up the East Coast. Uh, watch uh, 80 uh, coming across Pennsylvania and uh, up into New England. You're going to get a lot of snow up in there. And uh, remember, you are the captain of the ship. And uh, if, if you feel it's unsafe, just, just park it. Wise words. I appreciate you chiming in. Who's there to your left this morning you got with you? Hey, uh, Richard Brock. Good morning. Good morning, Richard. You know, I'll uh, I'll expand on that parking thing that he just was talking about. If you're needing to park it, you know, we want you to get to a safe haven. Make sure you're trip planning ahead. Make sure you're looking at where you're going to need to stop before you get to that weather. And with that being said, we do have um, pretty good parking here in the Piston Terminal. We've been really trying to manage that. We've listened to folks and, and heard what they're saying about it. And uh, everybody's working together up here to make sure that we have places to park. If you do come into the terminal and you're having trouble finding some place to park, make sure you get a hold of security at night. They'll they'll help guide you to those places and make sure that they get you a spot so you're uh, safe and you're not in a position where you're going to get hit or anything like that as well. So take those into consideration. That's all I got. Thank you so much. Thank you guys in Pittston for being with us this morning. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, don't hesitate to jump on the microphone. Thank you. It's always a pleasure. All right. Let's go west. Bright and early in the morning, Salt Lake City. Good morning, folks. 
Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys back in Missouri today? Doing fantastic. We got Aaron Ward and we got Tyler Patrick. Uh, tell us what's going on out west. Yeah, we've got a little bit of weather moving in this morning, but the uh, the pad team's been a huge help this week in moving trailers out to our, our secondary lots. So we've opened up a lot of parking here. Um, you know, with that being said, it seems like we've had a lot of people out driving this week. Traffic's been down, so we have tons of opportunity through our shops, especially in our truck shop right now. So, you know, I'd like to encourage anybody, if you, if you need to park it, you're going to stop here. This is a great place. We've got tons of opportunity to capitalize on that downtime, get some stuff done on the truck, get some work done on your trailers. We've got the availability right now. Sounds good. Good morning, Aaron. How you doing? I'm doing well, Dennis. Happy New Year to everyone that's out there working today and everyone that's coming out of the house and uh, getting ready to work. Um, just want to remind everyone to be careful as they are in this area. We also have a, a good storm coming through, and uh, I-80 is going to be a bit of an issue as it is in Pennsylvania. Wyoming, all the way across, is going to be, you're going to want to watch it. Um, also wanted to remind everyone that if you need chains or socks for your truck, you can do that here. It's a lot cheaper than doing it out on the road. So make sure that you grab them here at this terminal or one of the other ones. Sounds good. And and like uh, Springfield and 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 Pittston, you guys got a big uh, orientation class this week. Our class uh, was a little bigger this week, and we've got some uh, PSDs that are starting. Uh, they're getting ready. Most of them are getting ready to head out on the road with their trainers. And then uh, we had some A seats come through this week as well that are being seated in trucks and getting ready to start their uh, prime careers. That is all fantastic information. Thank you for the dynamite drop-ins on safety. Of course, as usual, if you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns, don't hesitate to jump on the microphone. Thanks, guys. Thank you. All right, right back here, Springfield, Missouri. Good morning, folks. All right. Looks like we got a pretty full house. Glad to see you guys. Happy New Year. Welcome to, to 2024. I do see a few new folks, not a ton here, but from what I'm and, and this is a holiday week, so they may be one day off, but I think we've had this week at all three of our locations the biggest class we've I think we've ever had. So, you know, are there any new folks in here today at, at any of our terminals? Nope. Maybe. Say what? After 1 o'clock. They'll be over after 1 o'clock. So those that will be watching here in the future, welcome to you. So that means we've got a, a bunch of veterans in here today. So folks that we've seen uh, so many times, thank you for being here. Welcome home at each of our terminals. Uh, as, as our folks have said, we're expecting some weather at each of our terminals. And we'll talk about Springfield here in a second. Um, but uh, hopefully you can get out here as quickly as you can. Get the, the business at hand taken care of, whether you're here for a break, shop, home time, whatever the case may be. Hopefully you can talk to your fleet manager, get a free breakfast, and get on out of here on a load. All right, so with me this morning, I've got Mr. David White. Good morning. Morning, Dennis. Man, all I can say is on fuego, man. You're on fire. On fire. I love it. So this year, you'll be starting year twenty. Three and this, let's not go into that. Man, it's getting too many. I, I'm losing count. I started here in 01, so what would that be? 24 carry to one, right? Or 23, 23, 20, 23. Yeah, 23. That's I, it. So. You know, safety <laughs> and math don't go hand in hand. No, that, you know, uh, that's why we have an accounting department. There you go. So tell us what you got for us this morning, man. No, I just want to welcome everybody here too, as well. I know we already brought up the weather uh, next couple of days. I know through here they're saying maybe some light snow up north. It's supposed to be heavier. And like Rick said, going to be hitting the East Coast out there. I know there's another storm, too, they're talking about. It's, uh, the last night, it's still out in the Pacific, but it's going to be rolling through. They said Tuesday or so through the Midwest. I'm sure it'll hit Salt Lake in that area before then, Sunday, Monday. It'll be So be prepared. You know, we've been, we've been given some grace this year so far on the weather. I know there's been some tricky roads up north every once in a while, but so far we haven't had those big storms and i think that may change here in the next week or so so be prepared for that and you know drive you know drive to your ability and to the conditions that you're comfortable with and uh we have all different levels of drivers in here just this morning looking around i know we got a million mile drivers that hey snowing out there i feel comfortable going down the highway i slow down my speed uh, I, you know i'm in control i'm watching out for all those other idiots though because those are the ones that, are, that could wreck you but that being said, you know, we've got some other drivers been here maybe less than a year, maybe just even two or three years, and they're not comfortable with it. If you're not, park it. You know, we just say, get a hold of your fleet manager. Let them know. 
you know, it's, it's up to you. You're the captain of the ship at the end of the day. And that was my old predecessor, our old safety director, Don Lacey. That was his term, captain of the ship. And at all times, you're in control of that truck. It's your call. All we ask is that you communicate with fleet manager and we can get that, you know, load and communicate with our customers as well and make sure that it's safe and you're safe. And uh, you feel it's a good time to go, go ahead and go. But, uh, you know, it's that time of year, Des. I think it's coming at us. Same, same here. Dave White said it. Aaron Ward said it. Tyler Patrick said it. Rick Gifford said Ricky, it. Yep. Richard Brock said it. Now Dennis Davis is going to say it. Hey, guys, you know, this is not smoke and mirrors. This is not a message that we put out to you over the microphone and over the airs, and then once we put rubber to the road, we change our tune. You are the captain of the ship. The first piece of advice that I'm going to give you as it pertains to inclement weather, consider not driving. All right. At none of these locations, not in the east, not in the west, not here in Springfield, Missouri, is this storm or this weather situation going to come and stay here for two weeks? 24 hours is probably going to be the max where roads may be a little bit dicey. And after that, of course, most of these places are going to have plows deployed, roads treated, traffic is going to come through and, and, and uh, get rid of some of that slush and, and, and mess on the road. 10-hour break. Six-hour break, five-hour break, whatever it takes so you to feel safe that you can get back on the road. The only caveat, the only thing that we're going to ask you to take personal responsibility and let the onus be on you is not contacting the customer, not getting that thing delivered no matter what. There's not hearts and lungs or bullets to the front line on that trailer. We, we, we carry food, and I promise if it gets there a day later, we'll be okay. The only thing that we're going to ask you to do is communicate with your fleet manager. Once we get that message, once we get that promise, we can take it from there and make sure that everything else is taken care of. Getting that load in for payroll is not important enough to risk your life or the life of the motoring public. So you've heard it from five different people this morning. That is the message. If you're still wondering, contact your fleet manager right now. He or she, I promise you, will give you that exact same message. Amen, buddy. What, Amen. Else we, what else we got going on today? Amen. So since we you got talk, a whole line of drinks, since you talked for man. 20 minutes already. I know I didn't. It's my fault. So uh, let's talk. Let's let you talk a little bit more. I think it was your week for inspections. It was. Yeah. This past week, our DOT inspections, we had 128 inspections total. 87 of those were clean. So we had a good 68% clean rate. So good job to everyone out there on the road. I know this time of year gets kind of tough, especially inspecting trucks, and you get snow and ice packed up underneath. You may get a little less level one inspections out there because I'm sure the officers aren't real fun or having a good time getting underneath there and dealing with the snow and ice as well. But still, those do come up level one where they do the full-blown. They look underneath. They measure the, the, the brake chambers or the slack adjusters, I should say, and then do all that. They look at your hours of service. So just be ready for all that. That's important. This past year, Dennis, year ending, I also have those numbers too for 2023. So January 1st to December 31st, we had 7,029 inspections total for the year. 4,657 clean inspections for a 66% clean rate. So give yourself a round of applause. That's a heck of a job. Every year we get Captain Kelly coming down here, usually at least once or twice a year to talk to us from the Missouri Highway Patrol. And he says the carriers average around 33 to 35% clean inspection. So we're almost doubling that. So great job out there on the highway. Um, you know, we paid out and probably what our drivers would be most in, in, intrigued about, $428,800 on clean inspections. So almost a half mil we're looking at on clean inspections. That's because what you all do out there. You know, Dennis and I, you're not going to get an inspection from us. You know, you, you're out there doing that hard work going down the road. Hey, if you're going to get inspected, even if it's a level three and they're looking at your hours of service, make sure you're ready to go. Make sure you got that spare logbook and all that because that, that's 100 bucks. 100 bucks for a clean inspection uh, for independent contractor, owner, operator, maybe for less than 15, 20 minutes. That's pretty good money. Um, $25 for the company drivers. It's still free money laying out there. So get those clean inspections. Let's continue moving up that percentage rate. Sounds good. You know, what was that? What was that total inspection number again? Uh, 7,029. That's about online with how many trucks we have. So by on average, we are getting inspected one yep. time per truck. There you go. Yep. Good numbers.
You are in accounting, aren't you? <laughs> I took math once or twice. <laughs> there you go. All right. So let's keep it moving. You know, we talk about safe driving on the road. I'm going to ask Stephanie Ewing from our from our safety department to, to come on up. So Stephanie is our resident million-mile driver. You know, uh, shameless plug, million-mile banquet coming up <clears throat> January Monday, January 22nd. Um, if you're being honored this year, please RSVP, whether you're coming or not. If you are coming, we're great. We're, we're, we're excited to have you. If you're, if you're not going to make it this year, we understand. We'll get your, your plaque and your credentials mailed out to you. But million-mile driver. So how long? So tell me about your, your driving history before you talk about what you're going to talk about. Okay. I started as a PSD. Uh, Chris, my husband, trained me. Uh, he's almost a three-million-mile driver. Uh, so he trained me. I got my CDL through Prime. I drove for 13 years and one month. And I was 11 months shy of 2 million accident free. All right. And during that time, of course, 1 million mile accident free. You have you up here to talk about citations. Have you ever had a citation? I have not. I have not. I've only, I think I got written up once for, um, once for being overweight. I didn't get a citation. I got written up. And then I got once for brake lines, rubbing. That was Chris's fault, right? Absolutely. All right. Good deal. Good deal. Now, <laughs> I've had the uh, opportunity to ride with you in a car before. I'm a good driver. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. So we've got, uh, we want to talk about unreported citations. Unreported citations. Go for it. All right. I have actually two things I'm going to talk about today. Um, first one being unreported citations. If you get any kind of citation, regardless if you're on home time or at work and in your truck, please, please, please be sure to scan them into the citations department. Uh, I don't want to get the MVR saying that there was a citation issued and we don't have any kind of record on it. If it is in the truck, then it could be a serious traffic violation or a major traffic violation. Uh, major is something like if you have eyeglass on your CDL and you went and got LASIK and you don't have eyeglasses on or contacts in or something like that. If you get a ticket for that, that is a major moving violation. Unfortunately, if found guilty of a major moving violation, you can lose your CDL for life. There's no if, ands, or buts on that. So make sure you scan all citations into the citations department to Sarah and Brian. Once you scan it in, please be sure that you call them a day or two later and ask that they've received it and entered it. Um, just to make sure that, that it has been entered. They will send you a message asking if you want to fight any citation. Uh, if you do, if it's a moving violation and you want to fight it, they'll send you lawyer information too for that county, for that lawyer to uh, go to the court and, and represent you if you'd want to do that. That is totally up to you. Any questions on citations? that uh, suggested lawyer information be given to like owner operators as well? Yes. Yes. Yeah. If you have any kind of lawyer or if you get a, a moving violation um, and you want lawyer information, all you have to do is call them or shoot them a QC message and they'll send it on the QC. If that particular lawyer says um, I'm too busy or I, I can't represent you because, you know, I, I have back cases or something like that, then let them know and they'll find a different lawyer for you to call okay john <laughs> um how adversely will a, a, a citation that you receive in your personal vehicle affect you as a cdl holder because you are a cdl holder it still can affect your license a little bit different um if you get a speeding ticket in your personal vehicle uh the one yesterday i think was like 96 and a 70 that is still considered a serious. Um, however, it's just because you're a CDL holder. You can pay it, and it's a moving violation, you'll get points, but it could still affect your CDL because CDL holders have a higher representation. So it, you still get points. Um, it's not, it's still serious, but it's not going to go against you. So each time you get one, allow us to help you. All right. And every situation is unique. You know, if you, you know, uh, 55 and a 54, you know, that's not going to be as, as egregious as a, as a major situation that may uh, one time suspend your license. So the, the, the message is 
allow us to help you. So you guys go to the truck stops all the time and you see these advertisements for the prepaid legal or the driver legal services and, and nothing against those deals. I'm sure they do a fine job at what they do, but as prime drivers and associates of this company, and I'm not going to say that it's free be, because you pay a lease payment every week, but, but a, a part of that is you get access to these services that these associates provide you know, as, as, as part of uh, your lease agreement with Prime. So Yeah, the citations department is there to help you uh, and to guide you. That's This is what they do. They, they talk to the courts for you. They're kind of the middleman so that you can focus on what you need to focus on, driving, trip planning, servicing the customers, delivering loads, and whatever. And you don't have, then at that point, you won't have to represent yourself at court. And an attorney can go for you. And we don't have to worry about you getting to that court on that particular day or, or whatever the case may be. So it's just, it's, it, they're doing the legwork for you so that um, kind of takes something off your shoulders a little bit. Providing service to the driver is what we do. That's what we do. Any other questions? Got anything else? Yes. I want to talk about the safety staple for a second. Go for it. Okay. So medicals, uh, your your DOT medical, uh, please make sure. So we we enter them in and we put them, um, we send them to the DMV for you. There's some states that uh, will not accept it from us, Delaware, Tennessee, uh, Missouri, they will. Uh, but I need some information from you or you design something. I just found out this morning, Kentucky, if your medical expires, I had two Kentucky uh, just drivers today, their medical expires today, their CDL is invalid today because it's day of in, uh, your medical being invalid is when you get suspended. So if you have a Kentucky CDL, please don't wait till last minute to get your medical. Do it as soon as you can. Uh, within a week or two before expiration, and that way we can get it over for you, and we can confirm that they've received and updated it. That's about all I got. All right. Well, any questions about that? Yeah, I just did my DOT physical. I'm from the state of Maryland. Is that automatically submitted, or do, like I went online, but I was so no, none of, none of none of the states. Well, let me let me start here. All the states are different. Yeah. None of them are automatically submitted. You know, they take some they take some legwork from you. Uh, somebody, somebody has to submit self submit your your DOT physical to the state. If you need assistance with that, come on up to the safety department. One of us or one one of the folks in the driver personnel department can can uh, easily get you taken care of. Come come see me after the meeting, and I'll I'll check to see if we've uh, sent it over for you. Okay. Thanks, Stephanie. Hey, no problem. Give a round of applause. All right. Good info. You know, if you didn't take anything from that message, take don't wait to the last minute to, to get those situations taken care of. And, you know, Kentucky's not the only state where it's day one, you know, downgrade of the CDL. Uh, inevitably, if you wait to the day that you go, uh, that your uh, physical expires to get it done, there's going to be an issue with your blood pressure. And they're not going to recertify you right away. Or there, you're not going to have the, the proper CPAP compliance. I promise you, Murphy's Law tells us that if you wait to the last minute, there's going to be a situation. 30 days before your physical expire, you should have a plan in place. I'm not saying 30 days you should be standing in a clinic. I'm saying there should be a plan in place on where you're going to go, what you're going to do. And, of course, that last part is making sure that you have a plan of getting it submitted. You know, get that over to us. The Prime Mobile app allows you to send us your physical. We need all of the pages of your physical, including the examination card, and we'll help you get it over to the state. So if you ever have any questions, don't hesitate to give us a call, and we can provide that service for you. And that goes the same thing with citations, too. Any citation you get, make sure you send it in. You know, the Prime Mobile app's the easiest way. You don't want to get a citation in your car and then get another one thinking, well, I'm not going to turn these into safety because they don't need to know. And then next thing you know, your license gets suspended. Now your license is suspended. You're probably out on the road somewhere, and it's never at a good location. So we got to shut you down, get you back home, and you're going to have to fix it, which means you're going to have to hire an attorney to try to overturn those. And it gets very expensive, very costly, and then you're not working, and we got a truck sitting out on the road with a load on it. And we don't want to do that. So 
make sure get those taken care of. Let us know, and we will get you know just like Stephanie said, she'll get an attorney involved if we if we need to. If it's a one off and you want to pay it, that's up to you too as well. But remember that citation is or that CDL is your uh, ticket for to work. So let's take care of it. Let's not get a ticket to begin with, Dennis. That's a, that's the best thing, best advice we can do. Personal vehicle, motorcycle, truck doesn't matter. Just not get tickets. So. What do you got, buddy? All right. So in Q4 of 2023, we made it a point to make yep. sure driver health and fitness was here at every single uh, Friday morning meeting. Your physical health and your mental well-being is so important to the overall safety of what, what you do. We're going to continue that in 2024. So here again, driver health and fitness. We got Rachel and Colby. Good morning, guys. Hey, good morning. It's just me this morning. So, All right. Yeah, you can stay here with me if you want to. So. As always, I invite you up here. So, hey, guys, my name is Colby with our Driver Health and Fitness Department. Uh, so, as Dennis said, we're trying to always, every Friday, offer something to you guys, a little health tip here and there. Uh, we offer it on our podcast, both the Prime Ways and our Healthier Highway podcast, some health tips and things like that. A um, couple things that this time what I want to share with you is we are actually starting our Fit and 15 competition. So, what I would encourage you as our health tip would be get involved. So, what I mean by that is get involved in Whatever your, whatever your passion is. If you're trying to get involved in something, whether it be, like I said, a new habit, things we talked about before, it's the new year, trying new things. Uh, but as far as our program goes, our Fit and 15 program is uh, a program we put together. It's about 126 steps. It's just something you can do. It's, it, it sounds cumbersome saying 126, but it's, it lasts for three months, but it's just something you do every day. There's little videos for workouts you can do in your truck or out of your truck. We've uploaded the videos already. You literally just click and follow along. Uh, there's nutritional videos. You can learn new things. We'll have meetings every so often that you can jump on an accountability call with us and just ask questions. Other drivers will be on there. So it's just a way to get involved. The coolest part about it is this is the support of Prime and Robert and everybody is that it's a financial investment too. So we're actually, we offer prizes along the way. So this year, you guys know what the Garmin watch is. There's a diesel watch. We're going to give away a couple of diesel watches for people that participate in that. And that's just by participating, you collect points. It's not weight loss. It's nothing like that. We're just we're just tracking how part how much you participate, and then people that participate to a certain level will give away a few of those. Uh, and there's some other things along the way. We'll give away gift cards, things like that too. So it's just it's a it's a way for you guys to help manage things on the road. Uh, and then, like I said, when you participate and collect points and things like that, we believe as a department and as Prime that when you set yourself up for things like that, you're building progression towards something. So it allows to kind of get a sustainable track for you. So uh, if you guys have questions, I know it's a lot of information, but uh, if you have questions about it, I'm here. Our office is upstairs. We also have trainers in every location, too. So we're always here to help you any way we can. So. Gyms are busy this time of year. They are, uh, you know, but I think the biggest thing is we're trying to always encourage, like, find something you want to do, right? Like, don't overshoot for it, but you have a don't have a too slope of a goal. So. All right, and and you know, I was going to ask, you know, from from someone that says, all right, twenty twenty four, I got I got to get it together, you know, and you know, maybe it's uh, changing their dietary habits, or maybe it is getting a little bit more physical. You know, what's one tip real quick, and then I'm going to kick you off here because we got other speakers about sustainability. How do you make it last instead of just being a two, three month long fast? I think there's two parts to it. And it's a great. Thanks for putting me on the spot. But I think uh, the biggest part is, is one, you can have lofty goals, but have realistic goals along the way. Right. So it's not like, OK, I see a year from now, but I have to have something that I can do tomorrow and something I can do in a month. Measurable goals, you know, uh, what is the What is the term? Kiss. Not kiss. Uh, yeah, keep it simple. Keep it, yeah, keep it simple, stupid. But the same part, the concept behind that is like keep keep it short and simple. We don't go around calling no? people stupid. No, 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 that's how it works. No, <laughs> but go ahead. No, but go my, ahead. My, my dad raised me, so yeah. But uh, so that's the whole point, though, right? Is that you're you're making something that's it's simple today, but maybe there's a long goal down the road that can get us there. So. Sounds good. All I appreciate right. it. Thanks for having Thanks me. Thanks for being with us every, every week in, in 2023 Q4. We're going to pick it up again in 2024, right? Yes, please do. I was going to tell you, so it's crazy to think, but this I've literally been here a year today. So, Oh, let's give a round of applause. Wow. Congratulations. Congratulations, man. Way to go. You made it a year, Dennis. You made it a year. You made it 25. All right. <laughs> Not quite, but we're getting there. <laughs> Not quite. All right. So, uh Next, we're going to have uh, Brennan Officer from our, our uh, 
uh, law department come up and she's going to be, or they, not necessarily her every week, is gonna, are going to be another staple in Q1 of 2024 that we're going to have every single Friday morning meeting. You know, it's no secret that, you know, we've got some challenges as it pertains to our CSA scores and the hours of service basic. You know, we're going to put in place some plans to make sure that we get it together and, and get in compliance. So with you this morning, you've got Mr. Greg Weskey from our Flatbed Division, right? And you guys are going to talk a little hours of service. Yes, we Thanks are. Thanks for being with us. So good morning, everyone. Um, I just want to start off showing my appreciation for Greg coming up with me today. In the log department, we're often talking about what's being done incorrectly and how you can fix those issues. Today, I have a perfect example of what's being done correctly. Um, so Greg, real quick, can you just share with everyone how long you've been with Prime and what division you're in? Uh, I started in 2018 in the reefer division, did that for two years, switched over to flatbed, been flatbed ever since, and it's been about just over about five and a half years. Awesome. Okay. So I just want to share with you all um, some details about Greg's log history. Um, he was recently approved to be an instructor trainer. He has been a longtime instructor and trainer, but took some time off from that. He was recently approved again with flying colors from the log department because he's logging his on-duty time correctly, his off-duty versus sleeper berth is being logged correctly. He's utilizing yard move. Um, more importantly, he is not misusing PC as he volunteered for the PC pilot back in May before his fleet even transitioned to the PC pilot. And he has zero HOS violations. Now, if you want to check your HOS points, you can go into the Prime app under Hours of Service, scroll all the way down, and you'll see a bold number. Um, you'll also see details about what kind of violations you've gained, when you've gained those violations, etc. Now, Greg, how do you keep your violations in check? Just pay attention, route planning plan where you're going to shut down for the night. A lot of my customers allow me to park on their lot overnight. So that guarantees me a parking spot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I really want to touch base on a couple of things he mentioned. Trip planning is absolutely key. Please make sure you're planning every single stop along the way for your trip. Every single day, set aside a few minutes to plan where you're stopping along the way for your breaks. Um, since we are right in the middle of winter, maybe come up with a plan B or C if you're going through areas where traffic could be a problem or where weather conditions may be poor. It's going to pay off and take a lot of stress off your back. I also want to talk about communication. Now, while Greg has lucked out with parking at his customers, we recognize it's not the case for everybody. You do have a 24-7 support team here to assist in both logs and fleet managers. So if you're in a position where you're on the PC pilot and you don't have a safe place to park at your customer, they're forcing you off the property, communicate with logs. Make sure to be proactive. Let us know ASAP that you need personal conveyance to leave and we'll be happy to turn that on for you. That way you're keeping your brakes intact and you won't be an HOS violation for that movement. Now, we recognize trip planning isn't perfect, right? You can trip plan all day long, and sometimes life happens. So if a violation is inevitable, please make sure to communicate with your log advisor and fleet manager. We'll look into your options, maybe make some edits to your logs to help you out, or look into options you maybe haven't considered, such as split breaks. Now, HOS violations is our number one driver of our CSA score for HOS. So it's critical more than ever that you are trip planning and communicating effectively. Greg, any final thoughts, words of advice? Nope. All right. All right. Any questions or concerns? All right. Good deal. Thank you, Greg. All right. Thanks, Brennan. Thanks, Greg. You know, like we said, in, in 2024, at least at the beginning of the first quarter, you know, our, our log, somebody from our log department is going to be a, a staple here every single week, you know, giving some coaching, giving some information, you know, updating us on, on some goals, all that good stuff. So, And next week we'll have our CSA scores out, so we should be able to, 
you know, spread that information amongst you on Friday. So uh, hopefully we're doing better, but we'll find out. You never know. It's month to month. So. Hey, we're, we're doing a lot better. See, when we were doing this a year ago, you know, we were talking about our number one violation hours of service was misuse of personal conveyance. Yeah, that's no longer not the case anymore. That's been knocked so, down. So, you know, job uh, our operators, you know, baby steps, you know, we'll, right. we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. So if you visit our website, www.priming.com and you click on the culture part, there's 13 core values to this company. So of course, safety is one of them. And, and that'll always be the case. But another one is growth. It is. We want to grow. We want to get bigger. We are a growth company. We're always looking to to bring in the next best future talent. We're always looking to bring in, you know, the next million mile driver from permit driver to, you know, like Stephanie that was up here, million mile driver, whether they're getting trained by a, a parent, a spouse, a, a sibling, or a, a stranger that they've never met. We, we are looking forward to enhancing the, somebody's career. So we're going to ask Heather Mural from our, from our recruiting department to come on up and talk to us about recruiting. Hi guys, again, my name is Heather Merle in Driver Recruiting. Hope you guys are having a good Friday. Um, so I just want to remind you guys what you're paid out on referrals because it really is a benefit. And um, so refer experienced drivers, new drivers. Um, so when you refer somebody on their first load, you get $100 for your referred driver. And then once that referred driver stays 30 days, um, you get $500. Then once they stay six months, you get another $500 and a quarter cent per mile for every mile they drive after six months. Now, if you do that three times, you refer three drivers that stay six months, you get another $1,000. So that's just additional money um, and a way to grow your income. Now, if you refer drivers and you're eligible to train, you might know that person and that might be beneficial for you to train them as well. Trainers are making great money. Um, it's just another avenue for you to put the money in the bank. <laughs> and so there is one thing I wanna talk about. If you're referring somebody that's coming in to get their CDL, we do need them to start studying for their permit, their class A permit, which you get at your local DMV um, in the state that you live. So you need a DOT physical and a class A permit. Now you can call recruiting and we will walk you through that process. But if we can get the word out, a lot of people are coming in without their permit and this will just jumpstart the process for them and have you know, have the test studies studied. There's four sections. You can study it for free on the CDL prep app. It's just on your phone, whether that be Android um, or Apple. You can just download that study for free and then go to the DMV once you're passing those frequently. Does anybody have any questions for recruiting? <laughs> okay, I have a question real quick. Okay. On the referral bonus, do they have to have their CDL or does that count as a D seat or whenever they turn to a B seat or an A seat? How does that work exactly? Yeah, so they have to have their CDL. And once they have their CDL, they can start referring. All right. Short, sweet, and to the point. Exactly how we like it. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you for coming on up. We'll probably have you back a few times in the first quarter of 2024 to, to spread yep. that message about growth. So, you know, we've talked about uh, mental health and, and physical health. We're talking about making sure we stay safe. Over the road health. Over the road health or safety. We call it safety. Yeah. So now we're going to talk about taking care of your equipment. So we're going to have Doug Tam and Trent Ferris come on up from our I'm our maintenance team and, and talk to us a little bit about something that's got, what is that? No, oh, there we go. There, yeah. We'll tell you what this is. <clears throat> it's a tool for you. Uh, this is Trent Ferris. He treats, uh, he teaches our, not treats, he teaches our uh, pro maintenance class. So we're going to pitch that hard and heavy today. Uh, but first off, thank you guys for what you do out there on the road. Uh, you know, each of us in-house folks understand if it wasn't for what you do, 
you know, we wouldn't have a job. So I appreciate what you do. And thank you for that. You know, keep me, keep me in, in a living and taking care of my family. So thank you for what you do. Uh, this is Trent Ferris. Morning, everyone. Yeah, so I've got a couple things that I want to hit on this morning. Um, I, I teach a class over at our campus in every day at 1 p.m. And uh, here's a couple things that we talk about. So first off, uh, fuel level in your tanks. I've got a slide that I'd like to put up on the screens. Um, the picture on your left is a cutout of what the inside of your fuel tank looks like. And the picture over on the right is a little more blown up of the bottom of the tank. So you can see there on the left, the tractor, that fuel line pickup there at the bottom of the tank is where your tractor is pulling fuel into the engine. So it, it's pretty much right there at the bottom of the tank. You're, you're going to go pretty much run the tank dry before you're, you're sucking air into that fuel line. Um, so that's where your, your fuel gauge is aligned to. When you're showing E on your tank, it, it's for that fuel line right there. But your APU is pulling fuel from a different spot. You can see the picture on the right, or on the right side of the screen there. Uh, the, the tube on the right there is the APU fuel line pickup. And it's quite a bit higher. Uh, about an eighth of a tank is where you are going to start sucking air into your APU fuel system, and you're going to need to get that reprimed. You have to go to a shop to get that done. So it's really important that you don't run your tank too low on fuel. We, we need to um, keep the, the tank at least about a quarter of a tank. Uh, eighth of a tank is uh, kind of vague. It, it, every fuel gauge is a little bit different. So uh, quarter tank, to be safe, um, is going to keep you plenty of fuel. We don't want to run that APU getting too too low on fuel. Uh, the next thing I want to hit on is your parking brakes and, and moving your tandems. Um, so when you're picking up a trailer, when you're hooking up to it for, for the first time and, and backing up to it, uh, you need to move the tandems on the trailer. Um, you get those pins released and uh, start to move back and forth to uh, move those tandems. You may find on some of our trailers, especially the older ones, that those parking brakes don't hold that trailer still and your, and your brakes start to, or your wheels start to move on the trailer. Um, if this happens, you probably don't have a brake issue. You probably don't have something that you need to be concerned about with the, with the trailer as far as, as the brakes go. Uh, you're, you're using your spring brakes. When you're, when you're parked and, and the trailer parking brakes are set, you're just using a spring to keep those brakes set on the trailer. And those springs wear out over time. They, they get weaker over time. The only regulation from a DOT standpoint is that they have to work. They have to spring out. And they are doing their job. They're keeping that trailer parked and keeping from, from rolling down the hill when, when the parking brakes are set. They're not designed to help you move your tandems. So if you need to move your tandems, there's a simple trick you can do. You can just swap your airlines. Take your red airline on the, on the back of the cab and put it over on the blue trailer side. Hop in your cab, press in that red valve on the dash to release air into the service side of your system. So typically when you have that red airline on the red glad hand and you release air into your trailer, you're releasing the brakes by pressing those springs. When you swap the airline and you put it over on the service side, you're, you're essentially putting that air into your service airline system. It's locking your service brakes up. You shouldn't be able to move the, the wheels at that point and you should have no issues moving your tandems. So another thing I want to mention, um, we've got a lot of YouTube videos. I'm constantly filming new YouTube videos and putting them up. Um, and, and this is one that I go over in a lot more detail on YouTube. So if you have any questions about um, how this works or what's going on with the brakes on these two sides, please, please check out that video. And keep in mind that we, we film a lot of videos and put them up on YouTube. If you have any concerns or questions, check YouTube first or reach out to Road Assist, and we'll give you a link to the video if, if it's relevant. I think we've got a question right there. Yeah, what's the trick to putting that red airline onto your blue side? Because mine has a key on it. It doesn't fit. Yeah, great question. So a lot of the glad hands do have that key on there, and it doesn't want to go on really good, but it will wedge on. So if you put that, that uh, glad hand on there and just kind of wedge it, uh, you might need to hit it with your hand a few times. It, it'll get on there enough that it'll seal up, and you can release air through that side. Awesome. Trent, how long were you an operator for Prime? You have some background here as an operator, right? Yeah, I've been here for about 18 years. I started out as a driver. Um, I actually started here on my 21st birthday. I got my permit and nice. started driving a Prime truck the next day. Um, I drove here for about seven years, uh, became a PSD instructor and a TNT trainer. So that's so, my history. So you can see why he's in the, you know, teaching our pro maintenance class. So come and see him. Your classes are every day, 1 p.m. over at the campus in. Um, and if you, you don't have to sign up or anything, you can just show up over there and, and come on in and we'll, we'll get you done. And I'll touch on one more thing really quickly. You know, we're going through some Omnitracks data and it tells me uh, what your tire pressures are. You know, on your TPMS monitor, your Durand sensor, uh, there's a rectangular 
box that sits in the middle of your console. And when the tires are low, when you turn that key on, it starts beeping at you. You have to push that button to keep it from beeping. And then that red light stays on. That red light stays on because you have a tire that's below 80 PSI. So we had 256 trucks with critical alerts. I have a gentleman calling and reminding you to air your tires up. So if all of your tires are 5 PSI, PSI low, you can be losing 2% in fuel uh, fuel mileage, you know, so that's a lot of money. You can pick up a glad hand airline to air your tires up and an air gauge over at the company store for 47 bucks. So do that. This is the time you need to be airing your tires up on a regular basis in the, in the winter time. So don't sacrifice your fuel mileage and that money uh, right now. Get you a $47 setup and air your tires up on a regular basis, folks. Okay. They can save you a lot of money on road service too. You're sitting in a dock somewhere, you got a low low tire, it's getting low on air, even on the trailer. Um, well, you should, the, the air should air up on its own on the trailer. But on the tractor, if you got a tire that's low on air, you can save a road call. That's four or 500 bucks that you could you could save money on by, by taking care of it yourself. Thank you. Thank you for what you do. I appreciate you. Thank you. All right. Thanks, guys. That's always fantastic information. And we're going to keep it rolling. We've got a first time speaker coming up next, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to we're going to bring uh, Sam Messick from our accounting department. up. Of course, he's an old friend, but he's bringing up a first time speaker from our accounting department, Mr. Devin Stagner. There you go. And you know what? Last night I heard Sam get to go up to St. Louis and see a little hockey game. And I know he had the thrill of his life. Didn't you, Sam? Were you happy? Dave, go sit down. <laughs> no, the Canucks didn't play very good last night, but hey, it's it's a good night at the hockey game. But and actually, Devin must not be a very memorable guy because this is take two for him, Dennis. Yeah, I have been up here yeah, before. So he'll, he'll need to make a bigger impact up here this time. But no, uh, we just wanted to talk a little bit about fuel fraud. Um, it's really been seeming to become a major issue again over the last couple months. So, Devin, do you just kind of want to give everybody a little bit of a of an idea of what we're seeing out there as far as uh, fuel fraud goes right now within the fleet? Yeah, so in the month of December alone, um, we had, I think, 16 different drivers um, get hit with fraudulent transactions um, and the amount of somewhere around $12,000 total. So it's, you know, averaging out about $750 um, every time that happens, um, which can easily be the difference in a good week and a bad week for a driver. Um, so, you know, we just, we need to make sure that we're keeping a, real close eye on our settlements, on the transactions that are hitting um, in the Prime app, of course. You can go to the My Week section, um, see which transactions are hitting there, uh, make sure that everything looks good and clean, um, you know, that everything was authorized by you to go through. And if there's anything that's not on there, um, just make sure to contact the fuel desk and they can send that information my way. I can determine pretty quickly if it's fraud and then um, as always, so long as you let me know by Wednesday of that week, um, we can have a reimbursed to your settlement on Friday. Uh, so that way, hopefully, it doesn't affect your bottom line at all. So I think a couple of important things that Devin mentioned. One, it, it's happening a lot, right? I mean, we, we had probably had a, maybe four or five instances of some pr pretty material fraud uh, through maybe September, October. And we, it, there's a lot of it going on in the industry right now. Obviously, things are a little bit tighter economically for everybody, so it's a it's a easy way for some dishonest people to go make some money, right? So make sure, that, like Devin said, you're keeping an eye on your settlements, that you're making sure that all the fuel transactions listed there are yours. If not, like you said, contact the fuel desk, and we'll make sure we get you taken care of. Prime, because of the investment that Robert's made in technology and things, we have what, uh, what we call the fuel proximity program with Comdata. So as part of that program, no operator at Prime is ever liable uh, for fuel fraud charges on their card. So really, we just need to make sure that we identify it if it happens, and then we'll make sure that we get you reimbursed for it. But I'll just mention one thing before we get to Christian's question. The, one of the best ways to make sure that you're mitigating your risk of fraud is to use mobile pay at the pump whenever you're fueling. Most of the time your card gets compromised whenever you physically swipe the card. That's how they steal your card information. And once they have your card information right, they're good to go. They can go load that up into a, a mobile app and pay themselves through a mobile pay very easily. They don't have to have the physical card in order to transact on your account. So use the mobile pay if you can at the truck stops, a, a non 
card present transaction is really the most secure transaction uh, out there today. They put card skimmers on the pumps and things, right? So when you physically uh, uh, swipe your card, they can very easily steal the information. The other thing that I'll mention is your truck, trip, and trailer at Prime, right, that you have to enter whenever you get to the pump. Those are your PIN numbers. So guard those things very closely, right? That's extremely uh, private information when it comes to your financial, uh, to, to your finances. So make sure that you're not sharing your truck, trip, and trailer information with anybody outside of, you know, your trusted circle, your dispatcher, fleet manager, co-driver, et cetera, because if somebody gets that information in your card, they, they're, they're good to go, right? They can transact up to whatever limits we have set on your card. So just a couple reminders about how to protect yourself. Christian, you had a question? Yeah, and I bet you you think you might have covered it with everything you went over, but here we go. Uh, just because it's just not just your Com data card. If you've got the mobile apps for these various different uh, fuel suppliers and you have your personal cards on there, make sure you are very, very diligent about changing your password often. I've already been the victim of it, having one of my passwords compromised and had $1,500 loaded onto my personal cards, not the prime card, that they didn't even need to have a truck trailer and trip number. All they did was just charge my credit card to their own per, uh, uh, prepaid account or something like that. And then I had to fight it through my credit card companies to get my money back. Yeah, definitely a best practice to be changing that password regularly. But just make sure you're protecting yourself. We don't want you to have to go through the pain and uh, suffering of having to file uh, a fraud dispute with us and, you know, getting your money back, potentially waiting a couple of days uh, to get that money back and stuff. We want to make sure you're taken care of and protected right off the get-go. So any questions for us? Otherwise, we'll keep this thing moving. All right. Well, thank you very much. Devin must have been here when when we guy was out. That, that's what it is. That's what it is. All right. Good deal. Good deal. Hey, hey information. Fantastic meeting. You know, so we talked about staying safe. We talked about yep. staying healthy. We talked about staying compliant. We talked about protecting yourself and the company from fraud. And we even talked about bringing a friend. What? What else we got left? It's a fantastic meeting. I know. Fantastic meeting. meeting. I really feel good about how things went today. Of course, you know, most of our speakers are going to be standing here on the side to answer any questions that anybody didn't want to raise their hand and ask, and that's great, of course. You know, we, we would want you to, to follow us on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, everything else. To uh, And, of course, you know, make sure you watch Trent and all of our Rotasys team's videos. Fantastic videos will tell you, you know, exactly what to do in every situation. And get through here, too, if you haven't had that pro maintenance class. Get signed up for that. Even if you've been driving four or five, six years, doesn't matter. Take that pro maintenance class. They do a wonderful job. They can answer questions. You know, anything you can fix that on the road saves you money compared to have to take it to a shop and have them replace a light bulb or something. They're gonna they're gonna charge you no, uh, good money to do that rather than you can do it yourself. And uh, any other maintenance issues you're having or you don't understand something, get hold of your road assist person. Let's get you routed in and get you to a maintenance class. Awesome, Prime Mobile app, most useful yep. tool that you can have as a Prime driver. Our experts are over here on the right, Richard and Brienne. If you have any questions about anything technology related. Feel free to see them after meeting. They'll get you taken care of. You know. Also, any any uh, ideas you have for meetings? Any speakers you want? Certain departments, tires. It doesn't matter, man. Let us know. We'd love to. You know, we satisfy your needs. What you want to listen to? What you need to learn? Let us know. We'll get them up here. Hey, two colors we really like here. One's purple. You can see it on the walls here. Yep. A lot of locations. The other one is red. You know, you and I have on red. A lot of the folks around the room have on red. We even got red hanging from the ceilings. You know. <laughs> You didn't see that, did you? No, I didn't, but good, good job pointing that out to us. You know, we wear red on Fridays as, you know, to honor those folks that are deployed. R-E-D is an acronym. Remember everyone deployed. So if you are a veteran of the armed services and you serve this country in uniform, if you would stand for just a moment to allow us to properly honor you. You know, even though we had a fantastic meeting, we covered all those things. You know, there's some people that tune in just for this part. Yeah, the closers. The closers, right? Right, right. The, the the stars of the show. Somebody asked Steve Rucky, our vice president of sales and marketing and safety, 
hey, to, thank come, you. On, to come on up and, and, and give us some information. Safety first, you bet. Uh, yeah, my name's Steve Blakey. I'm in sales, and uh, I'd like to wish you all a very happy new year. Um, you know, as this is our first uh, Friday meeting, and it won't be our best, but it is our first. So uh, thank you all very much for what you do. Um, we touched on a, a several things that I think are really, really important. Number one, um, I think I'll be the seventh or eighth to say this today. We do not have a load so important that you risk an accident, get yourself upside down in a ditch. So please, if, if you don't feel comfortable with where you are and the weather, just get secure, get safe, and let your fleet manager know. And from there, he'll let our salespeople know we will then make sure the customer is aware. I can tell you, we don't have a customer that wants you in the ditch or hurting yourself or losing their product. So please keep that in mind. It starts at the top. That's Robert's philosophy. It's all of our uh, philosophies in sales. Safety is our highest calling. That will never change. I have a very strong culture here, but safety is certainly most important. Um, you know, there's a lot of good things going on in, in 84. We're, uh, uh, to be very honest, I'm glad, uh, did I say 84? Let's go back to 24. Um, I'm, I'm glad 23 is behind us, let me tell you. It's been a tough year. We recognize that. But 24 is going to be a good year for us. We've uh, already seen some some of these bid processes we participated in. We're seeing some of that freight come in to us. Uh, we're gonna, we are going to have a good revenue year. Dennis, I'm going to take that challenge um, as far as having good revenue and we're going to build on it this year. So we're excited about where we are. Um, we got some, as I say, some really good uh, support from our customer base. You know, what you all do is such a selling point for our company, picking them up and delivering them on time. Nobody does it better than Prime. So thank you for that. It is uh, certainly a big part of what we sell. Uh, we have a great sales team. But believe me, we sell what you all give us to sell, and that is service. So uh, please continue to do that. We've talked about training. We've talked about recruiting. Look, we're uh, really interested in where the puck's going to be, not where the puck is. It's been a tough market. We're a growth company. We feel like it's time to start looking forward. Uh, we're going to have some fallout here in the industry. There's going to be capacity taken out here in the first quarter. We want to be positioned to get that capacity on the prime trucks to watch you all haul that freight. So that's our strategy. When you hear this thing about recruiting and, and training, there's a reason. We are not interested in compromising your existing earnings. We're interested in growth for the first quarter. So uh, please keep that in mind. If you uh, haven't been training, I'd like you to at least consider it. Talk to our people around here that have trained. Uh, talk to our management group about the uh, the potential income and giving back to your profession. It's really important. We could not be where we are today without you people that do the training. So thank you for doing that. Uh, everybody out there running today, I appreciate you being out there. Uh, we know that we went through a tough time with the holidays. It's a little bit conflicting because you want to be with your families, yet we have customers that expect deliveries and expect the shelves to be uh, restocked. So uh, thank you for running. Now, next week is the big week because I think that's when we have the drawing. We start giving away uh, probably over $200,000 worth of cash. Uh, to many people uh, that ran through the holidays. So uh, for those of you that ran during the holidays, we thank you. I hope your name is drawn next week, but we'll be here to find it out. So uh, thanks again for everything that you do. Um, right now, we've got some news. I'm going to have Robert come up here and share some well, what we think is pretty exciting news. He started this company a few years ago. Um, he's still pretty Pretty agile for an old guy. I don't know if it's exciting news, but I'm telling you, your name isn't going in the hopper. <laughs> so you can yeah. give that up. You don't think I'm going to have folks, a chance? No, you didn't earn it. You're not You're not going to get a chance at it. Well, I'm still going to be here. You're going to be here. You're yeah. straight going to be here. Yeah. I'll if be you're here. not here, I'm going to come looking for you and drag your ass up here. Uh, <laughs> I'm here. Anyway, good morning, everybody. I, I'm sure you could tell from Steve's 
words that we are optimistic about where we are in the marketplace. I mean, 23, are we glad to see that in the rearview mirror? Get it out of here. 23 was brutal. It was brutal, but we survived. You know, we took the appropriate measures, we think. We did the right thing. We let the size of the fleet. We talk about being a growth company. We don't like not to grow, but it was the right thing to let the fleet, you know, let the fleet tamp down and keep the earnings protected of our great driver base. So I think we did a good job. I think uh, the bank is still intact for our drivers and very optimistic about what's going to happen now because capacity is the supply and demand business, right? Man, some of these shippers, if they can get a cheaper truck, you know, they'll take it. Now, as Steve explained, what holds us in the game is our outstanding service. Outstanding service that you provide, the sacrifices you make to do that service keeps us in the game. And it's very, very much appreciated. I do have an announcement, a little bit of a change, but not really. Um, Daryl Hopkins came into my office here a few weeks ago and he, he started wanting to negotiate his pay. How many of y'all know Daryl? He wanted to negotiate his pay. And so, you know, I danced him around a little bit, you know, kind of worked him over a little bit. I said, well, you know, things are important to you, power position, compensation, you know, all those things. But I'll tell you what, Daryl, I cannot give you a raise. In fact, I was thinking about cutting you back a little bit. But what I can do is I can give you a big, important title. So you got a title. Didn't get any money, but he got a title. So... That's a, that's a really in jest, Daryl. Uh, Daryl is, is an outstanding manager and leader in this company, and I've appointed him president of the company. Now, that doesn't mean I'm going anywhere. I'm still the CEO. Daryl, don't you forget it. <laughs> but Daryl is the president, so he'll be taking on some new responsibilities and his old responsibilities. There will be forthcoming announcements on how, you know, the organization is going to work. Trust me. I mean, even those of you that want to get rid of me, I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying right here. I'm CEO and plan to be there for many years to come. Yeah, Daryl, come on up here. Come on up here, Daryl. Hey, I, and I think it's, I think Robert really touched on something that I want to reinforce, Daryl. Um, trust me. He will give you a title. He will give you no more money, but he'll give you all the hours you want. So just buckle up. Yeah, that, that's all true. But uh, Daryl, you know, like I say, I, I, I can't say enough good things about him. I mean, Daryl's answered in every challenge. He's been right there. Many of you are already acquainted with him. Um, you know, he, you know, this, 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 this company is moving forward. We are a growth company and we always strive to do it the right way. And I tell you what, Daryl subscribes to that philosophy and I think you all are going to be very pleased with the outcome. So um, I will remit operations, reefer, tanker, and flatbed will continue to report to me. Uh, but Daryl will get responsibilities with, you know, the other divisions. So Daryl, why don't you say a, say a few things? Uh, we're going to educate you a little bit now, you know? So get ready for a learning curve. So he's a pretty tough negotiator. <laughs> he's the one guy that can actually promote himself. So now he's chairman of the board. I knew he wasn't going anywhere because he just built that fancy new office up front. And he's not giving that up. Um, but no... Um, you know, I'll just say it's, uh, it's a little bit humbling, it's a little bit overwhelming, but mostly I'm just really excited. I, I, I love this company, he knew that. Um, I love helping people, and you know, I'm not Robert, uh, there's only one Robert, but I will do everything in my power to carry and help him achieve the philosophies he's put in place, the culture he's put in place, and the business practices he's put in place. Uh, my goal is just to help everybody I can achieve those goals. And 
Um, it's, it's pretty comforting knowing that he's still right there in the front. But I'll just tell you, it's just as comforting knowing the team that I work with. I'm not afraid to ask for help. I'm not afraid to get guidance because we have some really smart people in some great areas. So I'm excited about it. I, I, I would say that maybe the best career thing that ever happened to me was when he asked me to get involved in the leasing company because he gave me the opportunity to work with what are the greatest asset we have, which is our drivers. And, and I learned so much from our drivers. It's incredible. Uh, but it's, it's taught me what trucking is. So I'm excited. I look forward to it. I'll be trying to learn every day. Thanks, Daryl. We're, we're proud to have you. Congratulations. Congratulations. Okay. Again, I tell you what, every day now gets a little bit longer, a little bit closer to spring. And I want to see some green grass out there. But in the meantime, rest assured that business is, it'll be gradual. It's not going to be like a light switch on and off. But business is starting to improve more freight, better freight, higher rates, Steve, am I right? Yeah, yeah, in every way. And still present a great value. If we have customers on there, higher rates, but it's, you know, again, Steve's deal, it's about cost. It's not about price. You can pay a higher price and still lower your cost, shippers. So keep that freight coming. God bless each of you. Please be safe. Thank you.